everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I hope you guys are doing well. Today I have a very exciting story, and I'm going to give you a clue. It's about a scientist. Okay, I wonder what could happen in this story. Ah, I'm excited already. Are you? Okay, so today's story request comes from Remy Lou, and Remy Lou asked for a story about a pixie scientist. Well, this is a very original idea, Remy Lou. We like this a lot. So this is a pixie. Who is a scientist? Okay, I don't think we've had this before, so this is going to be really interesting. Are you ready and excited for this story, guys? Because I am. Okay, enjoy. Remy Lou was a very curious girl, like every other kid of her age. Remy was curious about. Everything, and you know what? Remy Lou had the most interesting next-door neighbor you could just about imagine. Guess what they did for a job? Yep, they were a scientist. Remy Lou's next-door neighbor was called Pixie, and she often loved to visit Pixie's house. Since Remy had a huge interest in science-related stuff, she dreamed of becoming a scientist just like Pixie someday. One day, Pixie invited Remy to her house, saying that she would like to show her something interesting. So, after returning from school, Remy went over to her neighbor's house. She knocked on the door three times. Remy, is that you? Asked Pixie, standing behind the door. "Yes, Pixie, it's me." Pixie opened the door wide enough so Remy could get in. "Follow me," said Pixie, and went inside. Trailing behind her, Remy followed her downstairs to the basement. It was very dark, and Pixie turned on the light. Remy looked around with her wide eyes. It was Pixie's secret laboratory. And she was standing right in it. Remy felt very special at that moment, for Pixie had never asked her inside her special laboratory before. Wow, you turned your basement into a laboratory! Gosh, it looks amazing," said Remy excitedly, looking around her in wonder. "Do you like it?" asked Pixie. "Oh, I love it," replied Remy. Pixie showed Remy all around her laboratory and explained how each of the tools worked. Remy listened to her with a keen concentration. "Do you want to see something incredible?" asked Pixie. "Oh, you bet I do!" replied Remy. Pixie took Remy by the hand and led her over to a closet. "You see this closet? Nothing unusual, right?" Remy had a good look over the closet. She couldn't see anything strange about it. Just a closet, she said. Well, said Pixie, it might look like just a closet, but guess what it is? Hmm. Remy thought about this. She walked around the closet, touched the surface of the wood with her hand, 
but still couldn't figure out what was so special about it. I don't know, said Remy, confused. Pixie opened the door of the closet. Well, it's a machine. And not just any machine, a time machine. Oh my gosh! You're not kidding, are you, Pixie? Remy asked with surprise and disbelief. Pixie shook her head. No, I'm not kidding. This is a time machine I invented. It took me a long, long time, and you're the first person I've shown it to. It can take you to the past or to the future as well. Oh my gosh, said Remy. You're a genius. Oh, thanks, Remy, said Pixie, blushing. I did work very hard on it, but I'm not 100% sure that it works okay. Now, let's take a break and go back upstairs. Do you want some hot chocolate? Sure, answered Remy, but she wasn't really thinking about what Pixie was asking her. She was staring at the closet, wondering about all the places she could travel to in this time machine. She thought about traveling to the future, but she didn't tell that to Pixie. Remy was a kid, and she wasn't so sure that Pixie would let kids travel in a time machine alone. Hey, what are you thinking about? asked Pixie. You seem a little lost. Are you okay, Remy? Remy winced and stared at Pixie. Yeah, I'm okay. Pixie followed Remy back upstairs. Ooh, thank you said Remy, sipping her hot chocolate drink that Pixie had made for her. She'd even put some marshmallows in. You're welcome, kiddo. They were gazing out of the window. It was snowing outside, and the trees and cars and everything they could see was covered in a thick white blanket of snow. Thirty minutes later, staring at the falling snowflakes, Remy said, I love snow, Pixie. Let's go and make a snowman. But when she looked over at Pixie, she noticed Pixie was lying back in her chair, her eyes closed. She was fast asleep. Oh, poor Pixie, you must be very tired. It must be all that time you've spent working on the time machine closet, murmured Remy. And she took her empty mug to the kitchen sink. Meanwhile, a thought crossed her mind. Checking again to see Pixie was fast asleep, Remy tiptoed out of the kitchen and back down the stairs to the basement laboratory. She felt a little guilty, but she was so curious about this magical time machine the Pixie had created. She switched on the light and walked up to the time machine closet. Her eyes were wide with excitement. Oh my goodness! She opened the door of the time machine and stepped in. There wasn't much room in the time machine as it was a pretty small closet. But she noticed there were three buttons standing side by side inside the machine. She accidentally pressed the button named the future. The machine started to vibrate abruptly. Remy got a little scared. Her hands started shaking out of fear. She thought she'd made a huge mistake and started to regret it immediately. Oh gosh, what have I done? Panicking, she tried to open the closet door, but it wouldn't open. A minute later, the vibration stopped and everything was still. 
the door to the closet swung open. With her legs trembling, Remy tried to step out of the machine. She finally stepped out and looked outside. She couldn't believe her eyes. The machine had taken her to the middle of a street, and there were robots and flying machines everywhere, shooting around above her head, dipping in and out and around the clouds. Big silver robots with bright red button eyes were walking around the streets. Hello there. Are you looking for something? Someone asked in a soothing voice. It startled Remy. She looked beside her and saw a robot dog looking up at her. He was made of shiny silver metal with a waggly tail made of coil and two flashing green buttons for eyes. Hello there, it said. Oh, hi, said Remy, looking down at the strange robot dog. She'd never seen anything like this before. Looks like you've time-traveled and come from the past. Am I right? asked the robot dog. It surprised Remy just how human the dog sounded. She must have been way into the future, where the technology was very advanced. Yes, but, but how did you know that? Well, people from the past often come here to see the future. Oh, that's great. Will you show me around? asked Remy politely. The robot dog wagged its coily tail and said, Sure, why not? The robot dog showed her the flying cars. The houses and buildings were built with diamonds and gold. There were robots everywhere. Remy couldn't see a human being in sight. Everything seemed so different than the time that Remy had come from. Wow, it's so different to our time, said Remy. It is? Yeah, it's like there's machines and robots everywhere and no people. Hmm, I guess so, said the robot dog. Which time do you like better? Remy hesitated a bit. She'd enjoyed her walk very much, but now she felt she'd really like to go home to her own time. She answered the question honestly. Well, I like the time that I came from better. Our time seems so lively and real, but here I don't see any trees or nature, only machines everywhere. I think all the people must be staying at home and they don't go out to work or interact with each other. Since they can easily get whatever they need from the robots, they don't realize or know the happiness of earning something with effort. Indeed, you're an intelligent child. Your words have a very good point, replied the robot dog. But I do like you, though. You're so adorable, said Remy with glee. Oh, thank you, said the robot dog smiling widely and looking very pleased with the compliment. I need to go home now. Can you help me? Sure. I can help you fuel the machine. Then you can go back to your time safely. Remy smiled and nodded in appreciation at this kind dog that helped her. After fueling the machine, Remy stepped inside the closet, shut the door, and pressed the big red button, saying present day. The machine started to vibrate. 
and Remy held on tight to her little chair she was sitting on, until suddenly all was still again, and the door of the machine slowly opened. Remy stepped out and looked around. Oh, thank goodness! She was so relieved to be back in Pixie's basement again. Remy turned off the light of the laboratory, tiptoed back upstairs, and into the kitchen where Pixie was just waking up. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I think I fell asleep. Have you been okay without me? Remy grinned and said, Sure, I just made myself another cup of hot chocolate. Oh, that's good, said Pixie, smiling. But her smile suddenly turned serious as she pointed at something on the floor by the door. Ah, uh, Remy, what is that? Remy turned around and gasped. The robot dog was standing right by the door, grinning up at them. Hi, he said. I wondered if you might let me live with you here. Remy and Pixie looked at each other in astonishment. And then they started laughing. And from that day on, the robot dog was fondly named Rex and went to live with Remy in her house. And Remy, Pixie, and Rex would all work together on exciting experiments for many years to come. The end. <laughs>